Greetings, it's me, Lady LC, and you're listening to Honey Love with the Tea, the podcast on self-love, care, and healing. We focus in on self-love from different aspects. I'm going to help you understand why it's important to love yourself and not just say, I love myself, not just get dressed, not just makeup, not just the exterior, but the most important part of your self-love healing journey is the inside. How do you feel on the inside? How do you work through those emotions on the inside? How do you bring up all of those past disturbances that you've buried down and don't wanna talk about, those things that you don't want anybody to know, those shadows? How do we work through that so that we're light again, so that we can begin the healing process, so that we can recultivate the love that we've lost or do not recognize that's within ourselves? Self-love and care is an everyday thing. Yes, you care for yourself by feeding yourself, nourishing your body with those good things that you eat, by drinking water, by hanging around positive people. By doing things that you love and that make you happy and bring you joy. By spending time with your family. Yes, that's self-care. That's self-love. But what do you do on those alone moments? What do you do when you're sad and you don't want to share what you're sad about? Self-love is digging into those shadows, bringing up that old shit so that you can come out new and bright. So you can have resolution and illumination. And so that you can elevate into your next steps your next steps physically emotionally or spiritually self-love is a journey it's a lifestyle it's something that you deserve so let's get into it honey love with the tea the podcast on self-love and healing you're here with me lady lc gratitude i'm wondering how We can make permanent decisions on temporary things. And I'm wondering this because there's always a plan in place to which we may not be aware of until we use our free will and go against our intuition and go against those nudges and go against the signs. That's when we're aware that there might be a plan in place because what you thought you were embarking on or including in your life or accepting in your life or choosing in your life has now made you see and has now made me think How do we make permanent decisions on temporary things? Throughout my journey of life and of being on the healing journey, my mind, my body, and my spirit, I've learned that you never know when change is going to come get you. Everything that you've been manifesting, regardless of how you manifest it, whether it's intentionally or whether it's by those thoughts you can't control, whether it was something you just walked into or continuously walk yourself into that sort of energy which manifests and 
uh, comes to fruition sometime later, regardless of how you're manifesting. There is like... so much involved so much involved that ourselves in this vessel is not aware of and I guess that's why in many cultures religions spiritual groups practices You're told to look within or you're told in some way or another to sit with yourself, to listen to yourself. Um, You're told to be able to sit with yourself and go within. You're told that you're able to then connect with the divine. You're able to connect with source it's like when we quiet out all the noise and just practice stillness we're able to connect and maybe we're able to connect so we can get clear answers or that our actions that we think might be free will it's really us just being guided to what has already been thought upon, planned out, and positioned for you. I just don't understand how I could make a permanent mental and heart decision on temporary things. And it's like hindsight is twenty twenty. It's that woulda, coulda, shoulda after the fact but to be consciously aware and to not be disobedient at the onset is important and to the people that do that that's a real win it's relieving yourself from the pain that you might endure going against what you ignored. It's not being thrown off of your path towards your destiny when you're aware and you're not being disobedient. And you might be asking, what do you mean being disobedient? Disobedient against who? Who are you not listening to? Who are you rebelling against? I'm talking about spirit. Whatever you refer to as spirit, some higher sources of light, some guiding light, whether it's your ancestors, God, Orisha, you know, however you or the universe, however you identify spirit, that's what I'm talking about your higher self, that's what I'm talking about. It's these nudges, it's these signals and signs and patterns that we get that sometimes we write off 
And then we end up making permanent mental decisions on temporary things. It's not fair to say that everybody should be on that same height because everybody's journey is different. What we all signed up for is different, but I just wonder what it would be like if we all, everybody, listened and paid attention and didn't ignore those first signs and symbols and patterns and nudges. Would it ease up our journey or would it make our journey harder? Was I meant to disobey? How do I tell the difference between my choices being my free will and not just something that I was pushed towards anyway? And what I was pushed towards anyway seems so unfavorable, seems unfathomable. So why would it be a part of my destiny and path? But going back, why do we, do I make permanent mental decisions on temporary things? It's because maybe we I think I have full control that I am in control of everything that takes place here on earth. It could also be that we or I am using ego instead of surrendering to spirit. It could also be that we or I am so in a rush to get to where I think I'm supposed to be, I make a decision in haste. It can also be that we or I have a fear of if I don't do and make this decision now, this might never come around to me again. It could also be how things appear, how we like things to appear, how we like things to seem to others on the outside of our choosing. So I guess social pressures as to why we make permanent mental decisions on temporary things. And then when that temporary thing is no longer 
then we're either hurt, sad, mad, confused, emotionally damaged because the foundation we started on was just one of those things I named ego, fear, haste. We had no real understanding of what we were making this permanent decision on anyway. So when that decision is no longer, then what? Each and every day, I have to remind myself that things that I want to be happening or that I want to be under my control or that I want to be resolved, I have to give that to spirit. I cannot always have all the answers. There's practical knowledge. There's spiritual knowledge. But then the overall umbrella of that, that sits over both of those, is wisdom. And wisdom is only gained by doing, so by experience. So when you gain wisdom... Because you went through that experience and you just remember something like that didn't go well. Or you saw someone else go through the experience. So you're like, that didn't go well. When you can look to that wisdom. You can also use that same wisdom to make a conscious choice to give those problems to spirit. Whatever you recognize as spirit. However you connect with spirit, whether it's prayer, meditation, journaling, nature, going to your ancestor altar, you know, remembering others, talking to family, going to church, however you connect we need to give them the burden because they have the wisdom. But it's only through us that they can get the message out. I was thinking back. And I was thinking back on my life. And I used to be always in a rush. Just I'm just these these images come back to me from the past, like the past 10, 15 years, like 10, 15 years ago. It would be just quick everything. Moving fast to go to the store, moving fast to go to a friend's house, moving fast while I'm shopping at the mall, just moving fast, moving fast while I'm meeting people, going to different you know, functions and just everything was never just a moment to just sit and be still. I wasn't connecting with anything. No entity. 
I believed in God, of course. I said my prayers, of course. I used to pray all the time, like in the car while walking at night. But was I really connecting? I don't know if I had time to connect because, like I said, it was just always some fast movement and fast choices. That Those fast choices that I made permanent decisions on that fucked me up later. I'm asked a question today. And when I say today, I mean in this time of my life. And I got a good tip, some good advice from someone who was interacting with me who noticed that I speak from my heart. And she asked that I take a deep breath before I speak, before I say anything, before I answer, before I respond in any situation and just take a deep breath and then speak. And I started to do that consciously. And so today I'm asked a question and it's one that I really don't feel that I can answer right now because I'm emotional, right? And I relay this. In those type of situations, I'm emotional right now. The best idea for me is to just think about it and get get my emotions together before I answer that question. So that's equivalent to a deep breath. <laughs> because what the deep breath does is it, it centers you back home. It brings you back to where you need to be so that you can answer soundly so that you can answer truthfully and not just truthful to the other person but truthfully from your analyzed side of the brain your analytical side of the brain not just my heart like what really makes sense we make temporary Things, a part of our permanent life by when they go wrong, it's still in our subconscious, it's still in our energy, it's still in our existence somewhere. So even if it's gone because it's temporary and it's no longer, depending on how impactful that was, we live with it every day. So it's very important that we learn not to make permanent mental decisions on temporary things. And people can define temporary things however they choose to define it. They can identify temporary things however they decide to identify. They can use Temporary in any aspect of life. So I've even started recording my podcast episodes 
in a manner where I'm taking a moment before I state the next sentence or phrase, before I move forward with the conversation. And I actually feel better interpersonally while recording the podcast in certain relationships, I feel better that way because me, I can really have it all together mentally because the points of where I'm not so overly emotional, I answer a lot of my own questions. I solve a lot of my own problems. What interferes with that is the emotions that I that I carry that resurface because I haven't dealt with them. So when I take a step back or take a deep breath, I'm able to recalibrate, if, if you would, and center myself so that I can answer in the best way that I can or approach a situation, being the initiator, the best way that I can. So not being in an emotional state and, you know, it's hard for me to hear somebody tell me that I'm overly emotional or I'm being too emotional because for me, even though I'm, I can be very analytical, even though it takes longer for me to get to what I was trying to get to when I'm emotional and, and heart beating fast, I get there. Um, and I believe that your emotions can be a source of your power. Um, but I just have to draw the line at between being overly emotional and being an emotional woman. I don't need to be overly emotional about anything. I can use my emotions to work for me. You see how I just answered my own question by beginning to say I have a hard time hearing people tell me that I'm emotional. I just resolved the problem right there by drawing the line. So I understand it when looking on the outside of it, but when I'm in the moment, sometimes it's hard to catch my breath. So in an emotional state, making permanent mental decisions on temporary things or things that could be temporary is a bad deal. I don't care who you are. That's a bad deal. Because we're creating space or forcing some energy in. And then when that energy is gone or or changes and looks unfamiliar and feels unfamiliar, then we're left with that residue. 
And just like the mind doesn't know what's reality and what's real when you're thinking about it. That's why they say that be careful what you think about and only think about of which of what you want. I think too that whatever you call and identify as your intuition, which I identify it as the gut. Whatever you know you identify as your intuitive powers coming from, I think that also holds you know, some type of memory and can sometimes not know right from left if, you know, we're not nurturing and managing properly. Because of the intuition is also another another mind. So I think it also holds some type of memory and some type of correlation. This is where we have to trust, we have to filter, we have to pray, we have to sit with with ourselves, and we have to learn and try to connect with spirit to kind of like cleanse out all the residue, all the debris. These are just my thoughts, making permanent decisions on things that can be temporary um, on things that, you know what I'm saying? That spirit might not be done with you with, you know, that spirit might not be finished with you. And, you know, you ain't took the time to listen and pay attention. So you don't even know what's going on or what could be going on. And, you know, you find yourself in a rut and it looks like disobedience. It looks like haste. It looks like greed. It looks like, you know, over emotional episodes. So these days, I'm taking it easy and I'm quite proud of myself. I'm taking a deep breath. I'm double looking. I'm centering myself. I'm not answering your question. Especially if you know me and know that I'm emotional, you have an expectation and I'm not going to fulfill it right now. So it's me, Lady LC, and you can definitely, if you're listening to this, Spotify, Apple, Anchor, however you're listening to this podcast, Honey Love with the T my open diary of healing the mind, body, and spirit. You can definitely rate this episode or other episodes. You can write a comment. I read the comments. You can ask a question in those comments. You can challenge me in those comments. I'm up for the conversation. Making permanent mental decisions on temporary things. Gratitude. Gratitude. 
so there you go. We've shared an experience, an experience of love, of self-love. We've shared an experience of heightening our spiritual essence. We've recalibrated our mental and emotional state, and now we're ready to put it into play. Go ahead, gently practice what you've learned. Gently monitor yourself and make those changes in the moment. Remember, you are in control of the love that you have for yourself. You're in control of how you react when things occur. You're in control of how you are at any given moment. So that's it. You got the tea. Honey love with the tea here with Lady LC. Remember, self-love and healing is a journey. It's a lifestyle. Gratitude.